Welcome to the Anxiety Slayer series. Our mission is to assist you with creating more peace and tranquility in your life through anxiety release exercises and supportive tools created to slay your anxiety. Today's Anxiety Slayer podcast is brought to you by the Anxiety Slayer Academy. We've been offering a free podcast for almost eight years to help anyone suffering with anxiety find relief. And now we're helping you go deeper by providing step-by-step support on how you can get the best experience from our favorite tools and techniques for overcoming anxiety. You can learn more at anxietyslayer.teachable.com. Welcome back to Anxiety Slayer. I'm Shan Vanderleek here with my wonderful friend and co-host Ananga Sevier. And we come together weekly on Skype to share Anxiety Slayer sessions with you and answer listener questions from our inbox and Facebook page. We really love sharing a powerful collection of techniques to reduce anxiety and mix up a blend of coaching, storytelling, Ayurveda, yoga, guided relaxations, and EFT tapping, along with our many years of personal experience. We're so glad that you're back to listen in. Today, we're answering a listener question about waking up with panic. Before I dive into the question, I want to say hello to you, Ananga. Hi, Shen. Welcome back to another podcast and a great topic that we haven't talked about yet, and that is waking up with panic. From our listener, I have been listening for months, and the podcast has really helped me with my anxiety. I wrote in a while ago saying how much closer it has brought me to my friends just by opening up and talking to them about it. I'm trying really hard with my anxiety, but I was wondering if you could discuss the topic of waking up with panic in a podcast. It would really help me, and I want to learn to be able to help myself. Here's the problem. I wake up in such a panic. I think I subconsciously panic in the early hours of the morning because I wake up and have been worrying about something for what seems like my entire sleep. So I wake up feeling down and negative and instantly cancel my plans for the day, those that I can anyway, which is ridiculous. I even feel better in the afternoon once I've got myself together, taken a walk, done my morning routine. It's hard to explain. But I must panic in the night and wake up panicking and feel ill even though I'm not. It's happened after university exams, which I had in May, where I would wake up panicking about them, but I can't seem to shift it. Can you help me? I feel so much for this young woman and how she's been waking up in this experience because it's just not any fun and it's an awful way to begin the day. And I'm glad that we've got some good ideas to help her move through this. It's an awful way to wake up. And I think it's uh, one of those situations where it may be very helpful as there's much mention of feeling as if anxiety has been occurring in the night to make sure that you transition into sleep as peacefully as you can the night before. So you might want to do a guided breathing practice, make sure you're not taking alcohol or caffeine into your body in the afternoon or evening and trying to put yourself into a as peaceful state as you can transitioning into sleep so that your sleep is as peaceful as possible. And it's also important to remember that exams are often stressful. We're talking about school or work or something that we have to do out in the world. Preparing ourselves for that is also really important. Being really sweet to ourselves, giving ourselves plenty of, and here comes the word I love to use so much, spaciousness. 
<laughs> around the things that we need to do and plan for and prepare for. That's really important because if not, we can spiral really quickly and get overwhelmed. Yeah. You know, we like to remind people all the time the importance of self-care and how important it is to really ramp that up after times of stress. Yeah, really important. It's obvious from your question that you've been through a stressful period of time with exams and the preoccupying nature of prepping for exams, sitting the exams, sometimes that can get us out of step with ourselves and out of step with our needs. And as Shan just said, self-care is so, so important after times like that. And usually we need to take care of ourselves for longer than we might expect. Sometimes it can take six months for the body to really register a drop in stress or anxiety. So very often it's simply a matter of choosing something that you find supportive and keep doing it, keep it going for many, many weeks. That's such a good point because we think, oh, well, it's over now. So I should be able to go right back to my regular patterns. But you don't realize how much stress you were really under and carrying that through your sleeping patterns and all of that. Just continue to be gentle and continue to make better choices for yourself. You know, we talk about waking up gently and how important that is. Both you and I haven't woken up to alarm clocks in years. But for those people who do, there's there are gentle alarm clocks that fade in gradually so you don't wake up with such a jolt or, you know, wake up feeling like, oh my gosh, you know, the sky is falling or something's happening and I need to fly out of bed. The other point that I think is important too is when you do wake up, don't sit up suddenly and shoot out of the bed. Give yourself some time to stretch and wake up gently and just kind of luxuriate in the moment of how wonderful it is to wake up, how wonderful it is to be alive and have the day ahead of you versus feeling like you need to be in a hurry, giving yourself a head rush by the time your feet hit the floor. Can you see how that feels so differently? You know, wake up with a stretch and a yawn and a greeting of the day versus waking up and freaking out immediately. Yeah, really important to give yourself time. We should, we're supposed to transition into sleep and transition into wakefulness. I remember reading some time ago a wonderful Qigong teacher called Chun Yi Lin, who I've learned so much from. One thing I learned from him was that there's a thread that runs through our sleep runs through our dreams of subconscious problem solving. And he said, very often before you drift off to sleep at night, you'll start to recall last night's dream. It might even be earlier in the evening. Sometimes I get a hint of last night's dream about two hours before I go to bed. It's kind of a, a, a feel of it, a kinesthetic of it, and a, and a hint of it there. And he said, very often in the morning, you get that, that hint of processing, that hint of a dream as well. And he said, it's a good idea to settle into sleep and just allow that awareness to be there. You don't have to recall it exactly, but just allow space for that to be there. And when you wake up in the morning, particularly important not to shoot straight out of bed. As you just said, Shan, come to have a stretch, take some deep breaths and just let any processing leave its anchor there to pick up again in your next night's sleep. There's a pattern of sorting out that we do in our sleep. And when we jump up, suddenly we break that pattern. And I think it's important too that this doesn't have to be a big change in, in the way you wake up. It could be something as simple as that stretch and that and giving yourself a couple of extra minutes to, to slowly 
wake up, but also there's some deep breaths that you can take. You know, just try taking some slow, deep breaths with one hand on your chest and the other over your belly button. And just make your out breath as long as you can and rest like this for a minute or two before getting up. So this is just a simple, sweet breathing exercise to just leave whatever needs to be left behind and calmly and gently move into the day. Yeah, really helpful. Certainly, I found that very useful. Another thing that I would recommend that really helps is trying bark flower remedies, as we always recommend. It can be so helpful to have a bottle of water by your bed with some rescue remedy in it and take a few sips as soon as you wake up. Or you can just get a spray bottle of nighttime rescue remedy. You could take a few squirts of that before you go to sleep. That will help with the calming the feeling that you're having something going on while you're asleep that's coming into your waking state in the morning. So that's nighttime rescue spray or drops. Keep that by your bed. Take some before you go to sleep and take some first thing when you wake up. So after you've had your stretch and done some breathing, done that nice transitioning breathing practice that you just described, Shan, take a little rescue remedy before you get up. And there's a couple of other flower remedies that can be really helpful as well. One is elm, which really helps when we feel overwhelmed, when we feel like we have too much to do and we don't know how we're going to get through it. That's a really helpful one if you feel like you've got a big day ahead. So that's elm for overwhelm. And another one which is really good in this kind of case is chestnut bud. Chestnut bud helps offer us support in remembering past patterns. So if we repeatedly make a a mistake or something doesn't really click and stay with us and, and we're having that thought of remembering, oh, I always feel better after I do this. Why don't I remember that? Chestnut bud's the remedy for that. So that will help you remember that you always feel better after you've been up and through your morning routine. It will help create some some calm and some spaciousness to steal your word again, Shan. around your start to the day chestnut bud just helps solidify our learnings and kind of hold them in our awareness a little bit while while you get going in the day and help you remember actually i always feel better later on and i think it something that goes hand in hand with the bach flower remedies is journaling our successes so every day that you get through something that you thought you couldn't handle write it down give yourself credit for even though i was feeling overwhelmed this morning by you know making the following choices i feel so much better document your successes we don't give ourselves credit enough for the things that we do to be sweet to ourselves and when you're paying attention more and more and more to that you can have something to look back at as a, as that wonderful reminder it goes hand in hand with the chestnut bud hand-in-hand with the transition to waking. I know, Ananga, you've also talked about some buffer time in the morning, which I think is uh, really smart. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, it's about allowing a grace period where you don't have to make any big decisions about your day as soon as you get up. Maybe set a time, for example, 9 a.m. to give you the chance to go through a morning routine that supports you. Do your stretching, some breathing, get up gently, and give yourself permission to say, If I still don't feel good when nine o'clock comes around, I can cancel what I need to then. Or maybe you can give yourself more of a buffer, maybe 10 or 11. But don't feel that you have to make a decision first thing when you get out of bed. Allow yourself some time to do some self-care. Come to, settle into your morning, and then just defer it for an hour or two. 
while you get yourself together. And you can even set a timer if you want, right? Yeah. I don't generally use a timer, but I, I've been doing this long enough now where I have an idea of how much time I have to do the things that, that really fill me up. For instance, in the morning, in the summertime, I like to go outside in my garden. I like to look and see what's bloomed. I like to listen to the birds. I like to let my feet hit the grass and just, there's something about that time that is really beautiful. And and so even if I only have five minutes to do that, it, it makes a difference. But also knowing that when I'm done with that, I can have a nourishing breakfast. I can do some things to care for myself that don't need to be hurried. Whenever possible, I've found that that is just such a supportive way to begin. And so if you set a timer for a couple of hours and know that you've got that time to get yourself together for the day, you're going to feel so much better, so much calmer, more confident about the day ahead without question. Yeah, morning time is really important in self-healing. In Ayurveda, India's ancient science of life and healing, they have a, a recommendation. It's called Dina Charya. Dina means days. It's your daily routine for health. And they have a whole lot of steps that you can go through. Even embracing one or two of those things can make a huge difference to your day. And one of them would be waking up and stretching and breathing. Another one would be making sure you're, you're nourished, making sure you have breakfast. Don't rush out the door without eating. Don't start heading into your day without eating. And in the case of anxiety, Ayurveda would recommend a really nourishing breakfast, a simple one, something warm and wet. So almond milk, oatmeal with a pinch of cinnamon would be a perfect example of that. It just takes three minutes, five minutes to make. Cinnamon will help stabilize your blood sugar so you don't get ups and downs of sugar spikes, which can increase feelings of anxiety. Oatmeal is grounding and nourishing, or you could replace that with barley if you prefer. You could add a little ground flax if you want to really have a nice sustaining breakfast. Almonds are very good for the nervous system, so using almond milk is nourishing and calming. And you've got a good, easy, grounding, nourishing start to the day. So a couple of other things that, that I could recommend before we wrap for today is, is the first one would be try some EFT tapping. You can get our tapping diagram and directions at anxietyslayer.com forward slash EFT. Try tapping through this feeling and make your setup statement, you know, even though I wake up in a panic, I love and accept myself. Or even though I feel like I need to cancel everything on my calendar today. I love and accept myself. And tap through that. That You will find some, some relief there. And also, since you've mentioned that walking helps you, try allowing a few minutes for a short morning walk to help you feel grounded before you move into your day. That might be parallel to me going out in my garden and, and starting out the day, is you getting out and, and taking a walk. I bet you that you'll find that that helps. Yeah, even if it's just for five minutes, seven minutes. You know, very often people say, I don't have time in the morning. And for sure, we may have to sacrifice a little sleep for that time. But the thing is, with extra sleep, you don't even know you're having it really. 15, 20 minutes extra sleep, it's not going to make so much difference. If we're using a snooze button and we're trying to go back to sleep and then we're waking up with the alarm, then every time you go back to sleep for a snooze, you drop into a deeper sleep and you have to come out of it more with more of a jolt every time. Better to switch that up for just getting up 15, 20 minutes early 
That's all you need to have some breakfast, have a stretch, do the transitioning breathing. Just takes those things just take three to five minutes each and a short walk. You can fit it all in just by allowing 20 minutes settling in time in the morning. Well, I'm so grateful to our listeners, to all of you for writing us and asking questions. And this was certainly an important conversation today to be able to help you wake up not feeling panicked anymore and to really transition into a, a softer, gentler, easier day ahead than, than what you'd been experiencing before. If you found this podcast helpful, we'd love it if you would give us some stars and a favorable review at iTunes. Every review helps us reach more people who are suffering with anxiety, find relief. Thanks so much for listening in. We really appreciate your support. The Quick Anxiety Stopper, emotional rescue when you need it most. The Quick Anxiety Stopper is a simple anxiety relief tool you can use anywhere, anytime, to quickly regain a sense of calm and control when anxiety strikes. Discover how to slay your anxiety today using your body's own emergency stop button. To find out more, visit the Slayer store at anxietyslayer.com.